to Beyond the Gate, our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And I'm Ava. Yeah. (laughs) That is our special guest. You were all ready for that. (laughs) Yeah. You Uh, you may recognize Ava from our Childhood Crushes episode from back in uh, Valentine's Day, but she's back to actually talk about Full Metal this time. Yeah. (laughs) It's so fun. Full Metal is always like a good series. Yeah. And today we are talking about episode 54, Beyond the Inferno. Yes, uh, in this episode, as Envy rides within the firestorm, unleashed by Mustang's vengeful rage, Hawkeye must take drastic measures to prevent the flame alchemist's hatred from burning out of control. Yes, and this covers manga chapter 94, Flames of Vengeance, and 95, Beyond the Inferno. Yes, and before we get in to the episode we have a few questions for our guest so um first question who is your favorite character in the show oh i've always loved all all fawns like he's just yeah. so sweet <laughs> i'm an owl fan <laughs> yeah good like, choice yeah i can't not like al <laughs> you love the cinnamon roll characters <laughs> they're, they're just my type when it comes to characters, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then how long ago did you first um watch Full Metal and what were your what did you think of it? Yeah. So I actually started watching Full Metal Alchemist for the first time when I was in middle school. But uh, I didn't finish the series because I stopped right after Nina turned into a chimera and I was really sad for a while. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like um mature emotionally in order to get back into it (laughs) amen (laughs) um and then finally what is your favorite anime my favorite anime i have a feeling that megan might possibly know yes (laughs) maybe because honestly it's kind of hard to tell there are like a lot of shonen that i like like naruto black clover one piece my hero um there's like a whole bunch of them. Jujutsu Kaisen's another one too. There's just a bunch of them. Um, yes. Demon Slayer. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think out of all of them, the closest answer to that would be My Hero because it was, or like, it's the shonen anime that I would say that I've seen or like caught up with the manga the most. Like, um, I usually don't read the manga as much unless I'm really into a show and my hero just crossed that line for me <laughs> but yeah you've been what are you been writing <laughs> vigilantes too yeah I I love vigilantes I just uh finished the book like the second day I got it um a couple of days ago <laughs> it was really good but my favorite shoujo anime is fruits basket I would never stop talking about Fruits Basket. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Good answer. Awesome. <laughs> that is also our favorite, or my favorite. I would say it's Megan's favorite, too. But sure, also, yeah, that's, yeah. like, the only one that I've seen, really. So, <laughs> all have the other no other shows. Yeah, all the other shoujo I've seen aren't really shoujo. They're, like, more slice of life that can be subcategorized as shoujo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, like... Uh, yeah. I feel like there's like um three different types of shoujo esque. There's yeah. one that highlights like life things, like slice of life things or like um developed relationships. There's the other shoujo that highlights toxic relationships. 
and they romanticize it. And the third one is Magical Girls. <laughs> Which, yeah, I guess Fruits Basket is like the magical ones. But we'll see. We'll see if we still say Fruits Basket after we watch uh, Kaguya-sama. <laughs> yep. Checking that one out next. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, so let's get in to the episode. Episode starts out with Riza in Ishval. She is burying someone, and we find out that it's an Ishvalan child. And Mustang comes to to get her because um, the the extermination is over, and she's just like totally heartbroken. And she asks him to burn off the off the alchemy notes on her back. And he agrees, and we we've already seen we saw it a long time ago that that her back was was burned, but I don't think they yeah. this is like the first time that they've explained why I think mm-hmm. at least in the show, I think in the manga it was a long time ago, yeah, um, and then we go back to the um the fight between envy and Mustang, but at the end of the episode, Reza had pointed her gun at Mustang's head. Um, and he's like, what do you think you're doing? And she, she says, with just the two of us, the colonel calls me Reza. And it's Mustang is the one that is Envy. And he, like, transforms. And he's like, oh, I see. So you two are that close. Um, and... and Riza pulls her, I don't know, I think one of her most famous lines where she's like, I lied. And then she just like unloads into Envy. <laughs> um It's amazing. All the all the shippers went, Aw, yay! Aw. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh Riza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty it was pretty awesome because she's like well, first she unloads her handgun into him, and then she like pulls out a shotgun and like. Where was she keeping that? I have. Well, I think it was like strapped. It was. She was like wearing like a strap. Oh, so I think it was yeah, strapped it was underneath. across her back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's hardcore. I bet mm-hmm. you it unfolded too. If she pulled it out from behind her back, she kind of like flipped it up to to lock the the barrel in place. Yeah, Man, it's awesome. It's- it disappears out of like most of them wherever anime characters put their stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got that portal dimension they just reach into to grab their weapons. Yeah, pretty much. Both game characters and anime characters have an inventory. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Envy, of course, um, gets annoyed because he's being shot um a bunch of times, and he like cuts Riza across the shoulder shoulder and then um traps her with his green like tentacle arm yeah also yeah that was gross but he it was cool because he punched his hand into the ground and went underneath the tiles to reach her um and then when he grabbed her he he also knocked her head against the floor and that broke her hair clip so how rude you can't (laughs) being being a a um very active athletic female i can say i cannot do physical activity without my hair being up so Mm-mm. no people who do are they're crazy like i can't <laughs> i can't see yeah 
they're on a whole nother level if they just run with their glasses. And I'm like, I can't focus if I have my glasses while running, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too much like motion there. It's going to make me sick. <laughs> uh, just in time, though, Mustang arrives and burns Envy once again. Um, and this, I don't know, this scene was just so cool because uh, Mustang just looks so mad he he looks like a totally different person and then like envy is so afraid i just i loved it but also not it was a i felt a little bad but not really because he's kind of the worst mm-hmm. <laughs> like i just imagining like mustang like snapping his fingers like every single time just like catch envy on fire and i was like well dude he's really peeved yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. no that was so crazy he like snaps his fingers i don't even know how many times but he does it enough time so that envy's body turns to ashes um and he turns into his little green worm form and then mustang steps steps on envy and he's like you're ugly <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like jealousy is an ugly thing so it makes sense um and then envy starts begging for his life like no please don't or, and mustang of course is uh we already know he's too far gone he's not gonna let up yeah. but then reza points her gun at his head and he's like what the heck are you doing and he's like stuck you know let me let me do this um and then we see a flash of alchemy and um the tiles like come up from the floor and and he goes flying and ed ed catches him um ed and scar have arrived to to stop mustang um and mustang orders ed to hand over ed b and he's like nope not doing it yeah, uh, two brief notes here. First, I remember watching like an old video from a Comic-Con panel where uh, Travis William, Roy's uh, voice actor, talked about this scene. And he has this line when Ed shows up and Mustang's just like, hello, full metal. And he's got that anger still in his voice. And I remember Travis just being like, Ooh, I love that line. <laughs> he's like, I've never been this angry before. <laughs> um. And the second note is from the manga. Um, when Ed catches Envy, uh, Envy at first does try to bite Ed's hand to, to like either take over his body or to make him let go. And then he remembers, oh yeah, his right hand is auto mail. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, try again. <laughs> and Scar, he, he asks if Mustang wants to be another another uh monster and and both and both ed and scar basically like we are you going to be a good leader if you if you choose to go down this path um and then uh mustang remembers his speech to to hughes um it was a long time ago but how does it go it's like um people the people i i will mm. It's like I, I will protect, protect the my people lo- I love, and they in turn will protect those that they yeah. love. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then it's it's kind of funny because Scar is like, mm, "I'm not going to stop you, but you're going down a bad path, dude." 
And then I think I think Riza is the one that that ultimately gets him because she's like your your actions are being driven by pure hatred, and I'm not I'm not gonna let it let it take you. Um, uh, and then Mustang is really struggling. He's he he he's remembering Hughes. We see all these flashbacks of Hughes, and just just to make us sad. Um, and then he's like, shoot me. I I'm gonna try to I want to kill Envy, um. But Riza said she's gonna if Mustang's gone, then she's gonna. She said she's gonna kill herself after this, after everything's over. And Mustang, I think this is a as close as we get to. And I love you. He he says I can't afford to lose you. Um, just kissed, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure, like. Um, not only like the audience, but also the voice actors and maybe even some of the writers too are just like, oh, mm. <laughs> <Come> yep. <on. laughs> the so manga is just going, ah, <laughs> you thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the closest we're probably getting because of their jobs and stuff like that. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know that there's other moments later in the, in the show that are also like, so close come on you guys we know you love each other not only that but they have like the development and the understanding with each other to like like a spiritual emotional degree where like if it was like um in real life and if their jobs weren't in the way they would be together (laughs) true true i think even the mangaka has said that if they weren't in their military positions they would be married Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Well, we can always draw what ifs or make <laughs> fan fiction. <I> <laughs> oh, there's plenty of fan fiction. Yeah, there's so much, so much. Um, and so this this like speech from Riza fi- finally breaks him. He Mustang. He's like, I'm being scolded by a child, lectured by my enemy, and I've hurt you know Riza. And so he he. It, I don't know. It was very sweet. He he asked for her forgiveness and then just like sits at her feet. Yeah, um, and then she sits down to join him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that is like the essence of meeting someone where they're at. Um, but in the manga and in the anime, but I wanted to quote the manga. The moment is ruined by envy. He says, "You weren't a fool. You were the most honest person here. What is this? Some contest to see who can be the nicest? I'm gonna throw up." <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he's really trying his hardest to go them into fighting again um but no one takes the bait the bait and envy like just he doesn't understand um at all why they won't fight each other like how they how they can forgive each other and, and get along um and this is when when ed realizes that Envy is jealous of humans and their ability to rise to the challenge and support each other. Um, and this totally sets Envy off. He escapes Ed's hand by biting his real hand and he's, he's, he's crying and he's like, I've been humiliated. Um, and he says like, well, in the anime, he's like, he admits to it. He says Ed figured him out. Um, in the manga, his line is, to be mocked by you worms, and worst of all, the most pathetic, insignificant one of you actually shows me compassion. It's the ultimate insult. hmm And then, 
and he reaches inside of himself and pulls out the stone and as he as he dies he's he's like goodbye edward elric which is the i think the first and only time he ever says ed's name he always calls him like pipsqueak or something like that yeah pipsqueak um, or full metal runt mm-hmm. yep and mustang's like well he took the easy way out which i agree with mm-hmm. it was it was an interesting scene i remember um, when I was looking at it, especially for the first time, um, when Envy was dying, I don't know why, but there was like a part of me that was like sad at the moment yeah. because like, mm-hmm. I think it was either like, um, the way that Envy was crawling and crying and also like, um, him being like, it's not fair. It's not fair. And, um, I don't know why it just kind of like breaks my heart a little bit because ultimately Envy at the center of it is self-loathing and it also is like um envy's death was also kind of symbolic because jealousy and envy does kill you from the inside mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's a good point i was watching somebody react to this scene on youtube um and he was like i hate envy he killed hughes i really hate him but at the same time this whole scene made me feel like i pity him or something mm-hmm. and yeah and i agree with that like i was i was really sad when he decided to kill himself like that was the way he went out Mm -hmm. yeah i i remember well you you know you know it's a good death scene when it makes you feel uh feel a lot of things um but also like the first time we watched it i was just in shock i was like that did that just happen yeah um it's kind of i don't know you you don't you don't see it coming but at the same time it does kind of make sense for his character yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's also like a a human flaw um so it's like um i guess it kind of highlights like one of the most negative things about humanity or like the self and then like um just having it be broadcasted in a way because yeah, the bad guys are like um named after like the seven sins, I believe. Yeah, like mm-hmm. gluttony, yeah. lust, and all that stuff. And um yeah, I guess it's because like they made envy very human there in a way. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's like the first time you're like, oh, he's being real. Yeah. Um but then we we move on to go, we actually go we go back to the the Armstrong's fighting sloth and the immortal army and we go back right kind of where we left off where sloth is like pulling out the the stalagmite that's in his um in his it's, mouth uh. <laughs> yeah it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty gnarly um and central and olivier they are teaming up to fight the immortal army it's kind of I don't Olivia is just amazing. She she just like they're supposed to be there to kill her, but she just like t- takes charge and like tells them what to do. Um and they're like, "All right, we want to live." Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um and then uh Alex, he he's been he's fighting Sloth and he gets captured by him and getting beat up pretty bad. And 
the central soldiers are concerned, but Olivier's not. She's like, leave him. He was trained better. He was trained she better says, than to be killed like this. Yes. Yes. So I, this is something I forgot until I read the manga, and the line totally makes sense now. But in the earlier episode, his shoulder had been dislocated, so he wasn't able to fight back that well. Um, but then while he's getting beat up, Sloth, like, puts his shoulder back. Um, and yeah, so actually, he, I think Alex turned at the last second to make sure he caught his shoulder to pop it back in place. Yeah, yeah. And which, so he, speaking from someone who's had a dislocated shoulder, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, he there's a lot of adrenaline, so I'm sure it's true. It's he's fine, and he's an Armstrong. Yeah, pain tolerance <laughs> has been passed down to the Armstrongs through for generations. Yes, that's true. When <laughs> adrenaline is like a superpower on its own. Yeah. <laughs> forget medicine you need adrenaline mm-hmm. yep <laughs> and olivia's just like nice <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I know i love that um and then he punches sloth a bunch of times and like spears spears him again um so hopefully this is the end of sloth we'll see um <laughs> in a future episode uh and then the final scene of the episode um, we're at like the main command center of the central soldiers. Um, and we see other soldiers reporting back that the Armstrong estate has been emptied. Um, it is empty and that's where the, the tank was assembled. And we see the tank like totally taking down the gates. Um, they are kicking butt. And then the like general, he's like, okay, fire fire on the tank even though there's civilians that um haven't been evacuated but then the right before he gives the command there's a big explosion and buccaneer grabs the general and we learn that fullman helped them navigate get into get into the central command center and azumi built the tunnels yes (laughs) so You will be covering what Izumi says later, but I wanted to say what she says in the manga. Um, When someone asks, I usually say I'm a housewife, called me old-fashioned, but today I'm feeling a little sassy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Izumi's great. Oh, she's awesome. She is. All right, and that was the end. Oh, wait, just kidding. There was an end credit Psych. scene. Cool. Yes, there <laughs> is. Um, It's... It's not very exciting. Nah. Um, Hohenheim, he finally reaches father, and father, the, the really, he just stands up. I mean, seriously, <laughs> like he is Thanos. Like every time, like he's like we just see him sitting the the whole time, and then anytime he's gonna do something, he like finally stands up. <laughs> How much did it cost you? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, um, okay, so since that's the end of the episode, um, we don't have any new voice actor notes, but we just want to say, um, the amazing performances by all the voice actors, especially Envy's voice actress, I'm pretty sure she won an award for her performance, um, those screams of agony were very realistic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and then, Ed Short rants, he didn't have any, he got called Pipsqueak like three times, and he had no reaction whatsoever. He has grown up so much. Character mm-hmm. development. 
Yeah. Remember when he exactly. would like fume whenever someone just like called him short? Yes. Yeah. Even when they didn't call him short, he would just look at him like you were gonna call Don't him short. <laughs> I know you were thinking it. Don't even think about <laughs> talking to me about milk. <laughs> I won't drink it. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then uh, tracking wise, homunculi deaths. Um. I stopped counting after like ten deaths of Envy. Obviously, he had a final death at the very end there. Um. And then Sloth died once from getting impaled again. Um. Animation expertise. Roy's appearance changed a lot when he was furious. Um, I've mentioned this in the previous episode when his anger first started, but his pupils were drawn a lot smaller, and there were a lot more lines and shadows etched onto his face. Mm. It was a good attention to detail. Like, mm-hmm. it almost um, it almost felt like he was like turning into a different wrath in a little bit. <laughs> yes, and they did say the word wrath uh, once, referring to, to the anger and hatred he was feeling there we go Um, yeah which brings us to our philosophical analysis of were roy's actions justified was it revenge or justice oh man that kind of like went with like um my favorite quotes from like riza and i had to like write it down because it was long (laughs) (laughs) yeah go for it if if that's your favorite line we we do favorite line of the episode so go ahead and say it yeah so that's kind of like Two questions at once. Um, yeah. I can't let you kill Envy. However, I have no intention of letting Envy live either. I'll take care of it. What you're about to do is not to help the country or save a comrade. You want to kill to satisfy your hatred. Please, don't go where I can't follow. Um, basically, I really like that line because like, it shows uh, Riza saving Roy from acting in self-interest. Uh, from using his power to hurt and not protect, which goes against both his and Reese's ideals in the first place of protecting people. So in a way, it not only demonstrates Reese's loyalty to um, to um, Roy or Mustang, but she was also saving him from himself before he mm-hmm. goes down that path um, yeah. from him turning to someone he was trying to avoid in the first place. And, yeah, that's yeah, that's really the the essence of like the philosoph- philosophy behind why they were trying to stop Roy from doing it. They they weren't going to let Envy get away because he needed to be brought to justice, but they weren't going to let Roy be the one to do it because it would have been for all of the wrong reasons. Um, I also like how she said, "Don't go where I can't follow," because I just, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. just popped into my head. <laughs> you shut up, Pass. That's mm-hmm. a different one, I think. <laughs> no, Mr. Frodo, don't go where I can't follow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I think that pretty much answers, like, um, my view of that question of was it justified or not, too. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, one. yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I think that's where Meg and I stand, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. don't let anger take you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think Envy for sure needed to pay for what he did. Um, but Roy, I think if he had been a not so bent on revenge, he could have been the one to carry it out. But because of the way he acted, yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't do it. It, it would have. It would have pushed him past a point that he couldn't come back from. Yeah. Um. I also really liked that. That that whole quote because it like reminded me in a early earlier episode i remember roy like asks um 
Riza to like watch out for him and if he's ever like going the wrong way to 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 I, I think does he ask her to kill him or just keep him on the the straight nor- narrow I can't remember I think he says like I think he takes drastic measures like end end my life yeah mm-hmm. yeah like stop me from doing it and so this this was a moment where she needed to do that yes and mm-hmm. if I could segue into my favorite line, I like how, so we have all that going on, but throughout all of this, Ed is still the one to keep empathy in his heart, even even though they're dealing with a monster here. So my favorite line came from Ed um, when he was talking about Envy. Um, he said, now I see you're jealous of humans, aren't you? We humans, according to you, are supposed to be nothing when compared to homunculi. And yet, when we're beaten down, when we stray and fall, we face the challenge again and again. Our loved ones are always there to pick us back up. And you're jealous. You envy us because of that. Yeah, that one's a good one, too. Like, man, I think that would be my, my second favorite, for sure. That one kind of like, cut deep. Yeah, yeah you know, because it like um, kind of cuts to the center, and um, it showed envy for what envy really was. Wasn't like this huge scary monster. It's kind of like, um, kind of like a pathetic looking, very sad creature. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And Meg, what was your favorite line? Yeah, mine came from Azumi. Um, the final line of of the episode really was, um, when people ask, I say I'm a housewife. It does make sense. But today I've shed that particular disguise. I am an alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely a go girl moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. She's my hero. <laughs> and then Megan, we what did we learn in this episode? We learned don't lose yourself in your quest for justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much always remember who you are basically and and like yeah pretty much the theme the cinda remember who you are (laughs) (laughs) yeah and don't let like um your emotions get um like the best of you basically like you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. pretty much (laughs) and then who pushed the story forward in this episode riza ed and scar for stopping mustang from going too far and an honorable mention to Envy because he took himself out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That was kind of that's going to a morbid place. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, and and I think he, Uh-oh. I think he was um on his last leg anyway. Yeah, he was. We got that mm-hmm. little at the end of the manga with the with the in memoriam. We had little worm Envy floating up to the to heaven. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw the mm. I saw Kimberly. <laughs> But I missed Envy. Okay, okay. You know what's hilarious? Envy, Kimberly, and whenever we lose a homunculus, they all float up to heaven with all the other characters who die. The only character who was dragged down to hell was Tucker. Oh my god! Honestly, that's great. (laughs) Because I don't think I'll ever forgive Tucker for what he did to his wife and daughter. He's the worst (laughs) anime dad changed my mind. That's... Yeah, that's a different layer of hell for him. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, let's end on that high note. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Um, thank you, Ava, for coming on. It was a great time. Um, do you, I guess, what are you up to? Is there is there anything that our listeners can check out? Yeah, let's see. I'm pretty much just like learning new programs at the moment, learning Clip Studio Paint. Um, pretty much just pretty much doing animations <laughs> and uh, learning along the way. So yeah, just like a lot of self growth. And um, now I really want like an envy like stuffed toy, just like to have whenever like, I got you. I have. Oh my gosh, you, yes, <laughs> because like that'd be awesome if for whatever reason like if there if I ever like um have like jealousy and like I got over it it'll be just like really cool to just like squish the envy like <laughs> stuffed animal That's a cute be, like, idea. I, I I've been wanting it. to make one for a long time yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway uh check us out on Instagram and YouTube and make sure to tune in next week for the next episode yes all right bye bye, bye everybody